0: Welcome in, my fellow Americans on the left, right, and everywhere in between. You're dialed into the Political Dad Express, episode 23, broadcasting loud and clear on the Common Sense Broadcast Network. Go ahead. Pour that morning, Joe. Get comfy in your favorite chair. Because let me tell you, we've got a show that'll knock your socks off today.
1: The man that is not afraid to spank his kids. the man that hands out trophies to only winners. The man brave enough to shop at Walmart after midnight. He was born in a radio station back when man walked on the moon. An apprentice under the Doctor of Democracy for 20 years. Political Dad is on the Common Sense Broadcast Network. To get in touch with Political Dad just emailing pd at csbn.live or check out politicaldad.net for your fill of common sense. And now, the man that's not afraid to throw all his garbage in one trash
0: can. Listen up, my friends. Gather round, because it's heart-to-heart time with your very own political dad. Now, let's get something crystal clear. I didn't jump into this podcasting arena for the Benjamins. No siree. I've got two decades of riding shotgun with the legendary Rush Limbaugh learning the secret sauce of what makes a radio show not just listenable, but downright magnetic. You see, I kept hearing that podcasts are the next big thing, so naturally, I gave a few a listen. And let me tell you, if you've got insomnia, there's your cure. Those podcasts could put a caffeinated squirrel to sleep, so I thought, why not try my hand at it? But let's not forget the entertainment X-Factor, the Rushbow Mojo that kept people glued to their radios. Look, I spent 20 years on the front lines of the political battlefield, folks. I've seen firsthand the love and, yes, the loathing that comes when you're a giant in the talk radio game. It wasn't a stroll in the park, it was an emotional roller coaster. But let me be unequivocal, I didn't launch this podcast to widen the chasms that already divide our great nation. Nope. The aim here is to unite us all in a common cause. And what's that common enemy? It ain't your neighbor who votes differently than you. It's not the guy on TV who rubs you the wrong way. No, it's the puppet masters themselves, the D.C. elite that think they can play chess with our lives. Those are the folks we need to focus our firepower on, my friends. We have to rally together, not as red states or blue states, but as the United States, to take over on the real villains hold up in the halls of Washington, D.C. So keep tuning in, because this is more than just a podcast. It's a clarion call. We're not just fighting against something. We're fighting for something, for an America that's of the people, by the people, and for the people, not just a select few who never had to worry about making ends meet. This is Political Dad, telling you we've got a country to save. Let's get to work, America. Ah, yes, the Beltway bigwigs that we like to call the D.C. elite. When they sit down to draft communal love letters, you can bet your last dollar they're not just breaking a sweat. They're in full-on panic mode, and it's not because their ivory towers are getting too warm, but because the temperature's heating up out here in the heartland where you and I work, live, and uphold the values they've long forgotten. I'm not sure if you saw in the news this past week that all the presidential libraries got together to release a statement. This was the first time in the history of the nation. Time to slice through the static, folks. This alliance of presidential libraries, it's like the old guard sending you a fruitcake in August. Hey, remember us? Remember when we were in charge? Oh, and by the way, you're getting a bit too smart for your own good. You see, when they lament about the state of American democracy, what they're actually whimpering is, "Uh uh-oh, the jig is up. It's as if your teenager suddenly realizes that the Easter Bunny and Tooth Fairy are the stuff of fairy tales, and you're left holding a basket of eggs. So they say, others perceive our house in disarray. Well, darn right they do. But not for the reasons these swivel chair sages are peddling. It's not you and me dropping the Democratic ball. It's the ringmasters on Capitol Hill who've turned governance into a three-ring circus. They threw the party, spiked the punch, and are too lazy to grab a broom. And listen to this gem. Our elected officials must lead by example and govern effectively. Oh, the staggering hypocrisy. These same folks have a Ph.D. in forgetting that public service means actually serving the public, not just their egos and offshore accounts. Here's the political dad two cents when the establishment starts crooning about democratic principles. Let's remember who's been warping those very ideals. This isn't a warning bell, compatriots. It's a fog machine, and you know the old adage. Where there's smoke, there's a bonfire waiting to erupt. We've got to wake up America and realize this isn't left and right anymore. The left and the right are on the same team and have been for a long time. This is about the D.C. elite keeping power and control over the money. Plain and simple. Let's open our eyes and voice our opinions before it's too late. Strap in, team, because we're veering off the freeway of political pomp to graffiti, our spotlight on your spicy takes on the memes and images we share. And today we're featuring none other than the Green New Queen herself, AOC Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez.
1: All right, folks, fasten those seatbelts and hang on to your hats, because it's time for this week's graffiti segment.
0: To bring you the digital buzz, we've got our in-house gabber, AI Jimmy. All right, Jimmy, you've been crunching the bites. Now spill the java. What's stirring the pot in the online cauldron?
2: Graffiti.
3: She is an amazing woman. She has enlightened us all on the subject of stupidity and foot in mouth disease. Communist? She personally screwed her district out of the Amazon Hub deal. Oh my God. Put a screen shield up. I almost threw up my dinner. She is proof that dumb voters outnumber the informed voters. She has interesting views that need to be heard. She brings nothing, absolutely nothing. She's probably the most inept member in the history of Congress. Did not take her long to learn the ways of the Democrats crooks. Graffiti. Silly little immature child. She's a dingbat and a waste of space. I do her. Lil girl is all ate up. Traitor anti-American, deport her to Vietnam. Only know she brings to DC is how to make a drink. Well, maybe. Go back to the bar and sell drinks. I'll make it short. Airhead. She pushes to divide the people in stupidity. Bartender. Worthless human being. Communist. Hates America. Probably as corrupt as all the other politicians. She's more American than all the terrorists on this page, but that's not saying anything. How did someone who hates America so much become an elected official? She just proved to the entire world that any crakehead can become a congressperson, she is young and smart, and when all the old ones are gone, she will be on top.
2: Graffiti!
3: By then MAGA will be dyed. She thinks everyone in America should drink pee while she has wine. I don't always agree with her, but she is far better suited for the job than the MAGA madcaps. Why would you pick an anti-American cackling hyena as your poster child? If I really say it, they will ban me from this country. Remember, this country is run by Democrats, because we the people don't care Worthless, demonic pose. America needs leaders, not bartenders. We have enough drunks in the White House. Trump will come back and drain the swamp and all traitor Democrats from the White House. She's about as sharp as a pound of wet leather.
2: Graffiti!
3: AOC is the result of a failed education system. She's about as smart as rocks, is just an actor she only does what she's told. What does she bring to the table? A couple beers and some nachos. Other than that, she's fairly useless. She lacks morals, integrity, and any common sense. A perfect Democrat candidate. She an immature idiot and absolutely clueless. Gets dumber by the second. A loser hired to be put into office and push the agenda of the cabal. Graffiti. Also, her IQ must be a single digit. Intelligence and diversity. She represents the largest city in the country, as others represent smaller cities and towns. We need voices from all regions of the nation. United we stand, divided we fall. Amen? Just here for the comments, as dumb as they come. Nothing? She can't even be. A good. barmaid. You could have a better discussion with a bag of leaves. Pios. The prime example of a do-nothing politician. She has never submitted a bill of any sort or any other legislation.
2: Graffiti.
3: She hates Christians in America, and top it off, she hates white people. Dumb as a door, no butt. Getting rich. My dog has more brains. She is a fool and will never bring anything useful to DC. DC itself is a joke as well. She brings an intelligence and an in-your-face honesty that hits home, and hits hard against the lies and corruption of the GOP propaganda. I think she's a clueless joke and is not what America needs. Nonsense. That's what she brings. Too much of a utopian liberal, she completely lost me when she said the answer to reducing violent crime is to stop building jails. Like there just aren't really bad people in the world. Waco. A yo-yo is smarter than AOC. AOC is a total anti-American and brings nothing to DC or this country and should be removed from office. Graffiti. There is absolutely no doubt that this woman is above all a communist and has from day one tried to overthrow this republic. As useless as tits on a bull. Big mouth with no brain she should go back to being a barmaid. Couldn't pour a beer without making all foam. So definitely incompetent to run in Congress. I think she's on drugs. Eyes bugging out. A sure sign. If AOC wants to go monitor cow farts, let her have at it. Came to DC with nothing but will leave a millionaire. Graffiti. We are loving AOC more every day. She's as useless as Biden. She makes big employers leave her district. Doesn't she ever have to run for FKN re-election and same question about the rest of the squad? Biggest America hater I've ever heard. Of course, the other non-Americans in Congress are tied for disgusting, sick representatives of falling down America. Well, she might have been a good bartender. As a Congress critter, she's a joke. The poster Democrat for election fraud, ha ha ha. A crooked liberal mail-in ballot, a pointy what-a-joke. Duh, AOC is consistently intelligent, well-informed, logical, coherent, articulate, and correct. That is a very rare combination in D.C. Replace AOC, she is. A disgrace to the American people. Graffiti. Stupid is as stupid does. She isn't stupid, but her thinking is. So that makes her stupid, as if Washington DC doesn't have enough Republican and Democratic authoritarian socialists, she is just one more. She represents one part of the larger American society, just as some of her extreme right-wing counterparts do. Rather than trying to demean her, we should be listening and acting where she's right, just as should be done with any member of Congress. That kind of stuff is what we call putting the nation first. Sometimes we need to pay attention to different perspectives to solve our problems. She is wonderful. She is intelligent, caring, hardworking, beautiful, and well-spoken. Her values reflect those articulated in our Constitution. Bimbo bartender level intelligence. You're ignorant if you don't see it. She brings care, truth, honesty, intelligence, and love for democracy. And that is the reason right-wing extremists hate her. Yes, all of you haters of truth and democracy. She wasn't good at serving hot dogs, and she's not good at her job now. Anti-American Marxist, racist incompetent, unqualified, arrogant, smug, self-righteous moron. For starters, she looks like the north end of a southbound mule. Why can't she tell the public what she has done since taking office? AOC brings strength, intelligence, common sense, and patriotism. Annoying the ignorant and bigoted among is an added bonus. Burgers, fries, and drinks— I really can't say out loud it's really sickening.
2: Graffiti!
3: The MAGA-quunts are mad, I take it. I mean, the fact that others have differing opinions about America. Clearly these MAGAs are freedom for all except you and you and you. Shame on libs for pushing woke, social security, living wages, heath care for all people. Sorry you dictator lost. Brainless to the max lol. Then again that's all Democrats. She is lost. She doesn't have any idea what she's doing. What I like about her is she brags about being a bartender, which is a great profession. And she brags about having the knee pads that got her ahead. Well, that depends on what you drink if you drink whiskey and water. Well, that has to many ingredients. If you want a beer, you better have pictures so she gets it right. I can't think of one other thing she could possibly bring to the table. Other maybe her resignation. That would be awesome. Nothing at all.
2: Graffiti.
3: Acts like a five-year-old child. She not only tend bar, but she in Congress, a useless complainer that hasn't achieved anything good for America. Well, I guess she could make them all a drink. Cockiness, disrespect, ignorance, arrogance, and above all, corruptions. She is a complete fool and brings nothing to the table. She's totally out of her depth. I wouldn't allow her to be a cleaner in a bar, let alone a bartender. She represents her party well. She could not bring less to the table if she were the waitress. Being a barmaid, she forgot to bring the booze. I think a hell of a lot more of AOC than I do of this so-called political dad, whoever the chicken-shot coward is that won't show his face or name. Arrogance, ignorance, hypocrisy, pettiness, dishonesty, quasi-communism, entitlement, advocacy of extreme violence against hard-working American citizens, based upon their economic standing and political beliefs. Racism.
2: Graffiti.
3: I could go on. She should stick to the kitchen-making sandwiches and taking care of the home with her mouth shut. This is a joke question, right? She should do an OnlyFans for the likes of me. WTF has she done? She made sure Amazon couldn't build a facility in her district, which would have created jobs for her district. How is her district doing? What has she done for those people? Graffiti. Stupidity. This chick is dumber than a bag of hammers. She is a woke clown that doesn't understand anything. Alexandria Ocrazio, communist. Nothing more needs be said. I'm thinking she brings nothing more than beer and maybe some chips. Comic relief. Is this satire? You can't seriously open the Pandora's box by asking what people think of AOC. Love AOC. She making millions but still refused to pay off her college debt graffiti she is too far left and has no common sense whatsoever another corrupt biased lying hypocrite moral less greedy double standard incompetent Hadrid filled zero integrity compulsive liar mean communist race hatred filled narcissist sadistic evil terrorist criminal traitor demon rat Too corrupt stupid to know how corrupt stupid she really is. She voted to send all kinds of weapons to Ukraine, while a ting like she care about American citizens.
2: Graffiti.
3: Nope. American citizens last. She does her best work sitting under the table. Her ignorance of Americanist principles is exceeded only by that of her constituents. She hates our country. She's a bartender, no experience. That seems to be the standards of all Dems. Great young woman proud that she is a representative, communist, anti-constitutional bimbo that lied about her past, She should be in prison for taking the oath of office and then immediately breaking that oath.
0: Graffiti. Ah, Jimmy, you're channeling Shakespeare today, aren't you? A political inkblot, a snapshot of the soul that's golden. Listen up, fellow citizens. AOC serves as a kind of barometer, a weather vane that gauges your ideological climate in this intricate, shape-shifting topography we call American politics. Whether she's your North Star or your red flag, Just remember, the dialogue, the sparring, the digital doodles on our graffiti wall, that's the engine of democracy. It's rowdy, it's clamorous, and by George, it's as American as apple pie. Well, folks, the clock's against us for today, but have no fear. We'll be back after this message. This is your trusty political dad reminding you, keep the aperture of your intellect wide open. But let those BS detectors hum like a well-oiled machine.
1: We have all the answers. Don't go away. You're listening to the Common Sense Broadcast Network. Hey there, America. Are you tired of the usual talking points? The back-and-forth bickering and partisan playground
0: fights? Say no more. That's right, folks. This is Political Dad from the Common Sense Broadcast Network. And I've got the perfect solution for you. Introducing the Liberal Lattes and Conservative Coffees Cafe.
1: Where every brew is bipartisan.
0: Yep, because let's face it, whether you're chanting Medicare for all or you're all about cutting the taxes, we all need that sweet, sweet caffeine. Feeling progressive? Try our Green New Deal smoothie. 100% organic and, of course, colored green. And hey, don't worry, my conservative friends, you can sip on the Reagan roast, a blend so strong it tears down walls.
1: Get this, every time you tip, the money goes directly to a charity of your choice. You can actually see your change making a
0: change. So come on down to Liberal Lattes and Conservative Coffees Cafe, where the only thing brewing is understanding, and maybe a little comedy.
1: He's not on the right. He's not on the left. He's on the side of common sense. Political Dad is on the CSB Network.
0: All right, let's gather round because it's time to pull back the curtain on the Golden Years Club running the show in Washington, D.C. Are we governing a nation or hosting bingo night at the old folks home? I mean, seriously. Break it down with me. Nancy Pelosi clocking in at 83, still in the ring, Joe Biden at 80, Mitch McConnell at 81, Chuck Schumer, he's the young pup in the yard at 71. And hey, let's not give Donald Trump a pass either. The burning question here, compatriots, is, are these elder statesmen and stateswomen dialed into your lives? Do they get what it's like to be a dad juggling work and kids or a mom making every penny scream for mercy? Now, don't get me wrong. This isn't a jab at the AARP crowd. But when your ruling class is eyeing retirement condos in Florida, you got to ask, do they really grasp what it's like for 21st century American families? For us, the proletariat of this grand experiment, the stakes are concrete, not conceptual. We're drowning in debt that'll be gifted, like it or not, to our kids. For the D.C. high rollers, though, it's just another hand in an endless game of Texas Hold'em. And who's getting the short stack? You got it. The real folks, you and me. This generational gap has fractured the social contract between governance and the governed. They're up there in their climate-controlled luxury boxes. While we're down here sweating in the nosebleed seats, squinting to make out what's actually going on. Folks, this isn't a scrimmage. It's the championship game of our lives. How do they keep scoring reelections? That's the jackpot question. Are we even voting for them anymore? Or are we just voting against the other jersey? Have we become so entrenched in team loyalty that we've lost sight of who the real MVPs should be? Let's get introspective for a moment. Whether you're red, blue, or caught in some kind of political purgatory, ask yourself, are these the captains we want steering the ship of a dynamic, multifaceted, ever-evolving America? chime in people is it time to draft some rookies to the political lineup or do you still believe that wisdom comes with wrinkles even if that wisdom's got a senior discount i'm political dad here ringing the alarm bell let's draft a new starting lineup one with vision vigor and a vested interest in the future not just their legacy keep those ears on and minds open because we're just getting started
1: we have all the answers don't go away You're listening to the Common Sense Broadcast Network.
4: Are you tired of sweating your way through summer and freezing your toes off in winter? Are you sick of hearing Al Gore, the godfather of global warming, tell you the end is nigh?
3: Well, hang on to your seats, my friends. Introducing the all-new Climate Change Cozy Kit... Designed for your convenience and the utter confusion of climate change experts everywhere.
4: Oh yes, folks. This kit has everything you need. Sunscreen for the heat waves, snow boots for the cold snaps, and even an umbrella for when the sky can't make up its mind.
3: Haha, ha. and don't forget the Al Gore action figure that comes with it. Press a button and hear him say, I invented the internet and I can fix climate change.
4: Oh, but wait... There's more. Order now, and we'll throw in a portable minifan powered entirely by your own hot air. The more you complain about the weather, the cooler you'll feel. Get your kit today for just three easy payments of $19.95. Al Gore may not approve, but we guarantee you'll have a blast.
3: So grab your kit, folks, and let's face the uncertain weather with a laugh. After all, if we can't control the climate, we can at least control our sense of humor. A small portion of every kid's soul goes to the Al Gore presidential library.
1: He's not on the right. He's not on the left. He's on the side of common sense.
0: Political Dad is on the CSB Network. All right, folks, it's time to wrap up another episode of Political Dad. And oh, boy. We've got some food for thought to take into this week. Firstly, let's talk about the transformation we're seeing in Trump and Vivek. Once the bad boys of the political scene, it's like they've been given a timeout and are now playing nice with the D.C. elite. They have Donald locked down with all this court drama, and Vivek is getting put in his place every day lately. You ever get the feeling these power brokers collect mavericks like baseball cards just to say they've got them? That's what it's starting to look like, friends. Now contrast that with RFK Jr. The guy is dancing to his own beat, and you know what? It's a beat that's making a lot of people tap their feet. Yeah, he's got baggage. He's no Boy Scout. But he's willing to poke the bear folks while others are turning into teddy bears themselves. This guy is asking tough questions, whether it's about the polarization in media, unity among the working class, or why we're sinking billions into foreign conflicts with little to show for it. He's even got the audacity to ask, Why is healthcare in the U.S. as expensive as a luxury car but as effective as a tricycle? Here's the bottom line. In a time when we're being force-fed, scripted narratives and rehearsed talking points... RFK Jr. is serving up something raw and unfiltered. We can only hope he keeps belting out this tune without hitting any weird notes like, hey, aliens are the reason for inflation or some such nonsense. So so here's the takeaway. Whether you lean left, right, or you're standing smack dab in the middle, uh, keep an eye on this Kennedy. He's shaping up to be a real contender if he can avoid getting too far into the weeds. All right. Let's get down to brass tacks. Kennedy, yeah, he's part of a family that's practically built into the woodwork of Capitol Hill. These people know how the game is played. So when RFK Jr. steps up and echoes some of the same sentiments we've been hammering away at right here on this show, you can't help but lean in a bit closer to your speakers. Now, Donald Trump, bless his heart couldn't quite wrangle the swamp beasts in D.C. to get term limits set. For all his talk, the man's net worth couldn't buy enough political will to change the status quo. It's like the D.C. elite have their own gravitational field, and even a meteor like Trump couldn't break through it. So, here's the $64,000 question. Is RFK Jr. the guy who could, at last, nail down something as sensible as term limits? Or will he go the way of the other Kennedys, full of sound and fury, signifying nothing? Can he keep that Kennedy momentum without veering off into the left field like some members of his famous family? Here's my two cents. If Kennedy can keep singing this tune of common sense, keep his feet grounded, and dodge the arrows and slings that'll come his way, then maybe, just maybe, he can make an impact. It's a long shot But when you're desperate for some kind of change, a long shot is better than no shot. Political Dad reminding you to scrutinize the actions, not just the words of these so-called leaders. Okay now, Dad Joke's loading. Don't forget,
1: all you have to say is, Alexa, play the Political Dad podcast to hear the latest from the professor of logic. To get in touch with Political Dad, just email him pd at
0: or check out politicaldad.net for
1: your fill of common
0: sense. Ha ha. All right, let's put the dad in Political Dad with some classic dad jokes to close out the show. Why did Donald Trump use so much hairspray he was trying to hold onto his political career? Why did the D.C. elite cross the road to get to the dark side where the lobbying is better? What's the favorite game of politicians? Spin the bottle. Except the bottle is always pointing at them. Why did Nancy Pelosi take up knitting? She wanted to stitch together a new policy. What's Vivek's favorite yoga pose? The twist. So he can fit into any political situation. And finally, why did Political Dad start a podcast? Because someone needed to broadcast Common Sense. There you have it, folks, political dad signing off with a chuckle. Keep smiling and more importantly, keep questioning. See you next week.